It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Good afternoon, Shorina. I want, want to welcome you to Mind Your Business. As you know, this is our, our weekly um, talk show where we talk to entrepreneurs like yourself about your business and your journey through entrepreneurship. So, Shirlina Thomas, and you're owner of Nia Concierge. Yes. So, before we get into talk about Nia Concierge, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? About me? Well... I am a badass. Um, (laughs) It's a family show. (laughs) Exclusively, politely, in the sense of that I overcome challenges. I am an overcomer. I am a mom of one, six-year-old, very feisty little Mm -hmm. six-year-old. I love arts. I love my me time. And I enjoy being social now and again. Okay. Yeah. All right. So tell me about your entrepreneurial journey. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur? To be honest, coming up through the public school system, it never occurred to me to be my own business owner. Yeah. But after working in local businesses from the age of 16, you kind of saw like there's oh, this opportunity here, there's opportunity there, and then certain things started to ping off mm-hmm. as I advanced through my education. I was like, hmm, maybe I can do this. Right. And um, my dad and my uncle, they both are technically entrepreneurs. They have their own DJ businesses. Okay. Which they didn't even think they were entrepreneurs, but they actually were. They are. I was like, okay, Thomas has been doing this for a while. Right. Carpenters, everybody. I was like, okay. I can do it. So you basically kind of modeled. You had someone there and you saw what it looked like to kind of run your own business and that sort of thing. Yeah. So Nia Concierge, why Nia Concierge? What what made you do that instead of something else? Nia Concierge meaning the name of the actual business. The actual business. Like what is it? So Nia Concierge, we are a, and I'm going to say we, it's because it's collective. We are a team of bookkeepers okay. and administrators. So we literally assist our clients in all different niches of the island and assist them in correcting their financials in in any area. So what we mainly have been doing recently since COVID is helping entrepreneurs come out of the red into the green, okay. as I call it. And through they're also managing their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So I don't call it debt. We call it responsibilities. Okay. And a lot of responsibility management is being done right down to payroll tax, social insurance, mm-hmm. health insurance, and just making sure that they're doing the right things with their funds mm-hmm. and how they're using their funds within their businesses to get them to that healthy stance where they used to be before COVID. Right, right. I mean, I think... You said you, growing up, you worked in a lot of, you know, different small businesses and all of that. So did you recognize then that there was a need or a gap for that type of support? And is that what kind of put you on the path to where you ended up starting this, this business or this? Yes. So I, my first job was a family owned business and, uh, it took the owner a while to admit, you know, the finances were pretty rough. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't be really able to pay their mortgage at that time. And when they finally admitted it, it was almost too late. Yeah. And then the recession from 2008 that hit us in, like, 2012. Yeah. I came in from university. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really get a job. 
And I saw a lot of our local owned businesses mm -hmm. shutting down rapidly, just closing their doors. I can't do it. I don't have any money. And yeah. I was like, what is going on? And when you had the conversations or overhear them, you heard them saying, well, I didn't have a reserve. I was right. in the red all this time, but everything was smooth. So mm -hmm. I just figured I'll just keep going the mm -hmm. way I was. And then the recession came and I just had to let it all go. And I realized then the bow kind of went off like, oh, there is a need, but there's no one there for the smaller business right. or medium-sized businesses to help them. You have the accountants yes. that are there for the larger establishments, mm -hmm. but there's no one assisting with the day-to-day. -day, and that's when your concierge comes in. Mm -hmm. And that's what bookkeepers are. We actually manage your day-to-day -day financials. Yep. And we're a lot more affordable than an accountant in that... Though we may not have that huge designation, we are designated. Yeah. Account bookkeepers are designated and certified. And we do what we do on your daily finances and get you where you need to be. So you can manage your clients and your front end while we take care of the back end. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, I think it's important because we see it all the time. Like businesses that have been in existence for 15, 20, 30 years mm -hmm. even. Yes. And don't have a proper kind of system in place to manage that back end, like you said. So yes. we know it's a need. Like <laughs> It is. And yeah. a lot of people are afraid to talk about their finances. Yeah. It's almost like a shame thing. But yeah. If you really look at it, it's more than more than you would think. Yeah. That are out there that have the same issues that mm -hmm. you would have or mm -hmm. they would have as an individual with their business finances. Just like your personal finances. Yeah. People have issues with the business finances. And it's not uncommon. It's not something to be afraid of. Mm -hmm. There's help. Yeah. We're here to help you. We're here to work with you. Yeah. And I think it's different. Like you mentioned the accountants, the big, you know, five firms and things like that. It's a whole different type of um, requirement or skill set, yeah. I would say, to manage a small business with, like you said, bookkeeping than it is like auditing a business. Those yeah. are two different things. Big difference. Yeah. What people don't realize is accountants don't really have to face their clients yeah. too often. It's almost like, oh, they if you ever really met a typical accountant, and I say typical very being quite general. Yeah. Most of them are not people people. They're not they're very not. they're very introverted yeah, people yeah, and God yeah. bless them, they're phenomenal behind the computer. But when they have to actually meet a client, they're like, Is it over yet? I'm not enough. <laughs> Whereas us as bookkeepers, I'm like, Yeah, I'm right there in your face. Yeah, I'm having yeah. a conversation. Where do you want to meet? I'm yeah. on the phone. I'm on the email, I'm mm -hmm. on everything, just trying to make sure we have that connection. And that's something that you won't get with an accountant. Firm. Right. You won't get that person coming to you and spending time with you mm -hmm. and not being on the clock. Right. Yes, it's a consultation fee, but it's not our per right. for dime. Right, 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 right. We one set fee and we're here to listen, to talk and to help you. And you don't have to sign. But at least we gave you something in that consultation to walk away with. And do you find that it makes a difference for your clients in terms of because you're so personable? Because like you said, it is scary. Like people don't want people to know I ain't done my accounts or my books for the last five years. Shh, don't tell nobody. So do you find that because you're so personable, it helps them or eases kind of that conversation? It certainly does. Uh, that Bermudian um, blend, special yeah. spice that we have. That, I feel, is what really makes a difference between myself and my competition is that mm -hmm. I literally come out to you and I'm personable. I'm here with you. Sometimes, whew, 
We have clients and the businesses are like, the doors are shut and I'm coming in and I'm saying, well, hey, how are you? Yeah. And they're like, please don't look. I'm like, I'm not yeah. looking at anything else but you. Right. And there's no judgment clause. There's literally just you and I. I come in with a complete blank mind. Yeah. And we're just talking it out. Mm-hmm. That in itself is a skill set. You know what I mean? When you talk about um, differentiating factors and how do you separate yourself from the rest of the firms that are out there, yes. that is really important. I especially... I, I feel especially for small businesses. My first boss here, when I started at BDC, she said to me, Michelle Caldoun, shout out to Michelle. Um, <laughs> she said, you have to meet people where they are. Yes. You know what I mean? And I don't think that everybody has that skill. So that you do and you're able to do that, I think is probably why, you know, the business is successful and that you are able to get clients. So uh, kudos to you on that. Cause that's, Thank you. <laughs> that's not, you know, people don't all have that. They're like, I know the numbers. Like you said, we're going to be behind the scenes. Give me the numbers and I'll crunch them for you. But having the personality and making people feel comfortable, I think is really, really a huge asset, especially when your clients are in this, um, your stakeholders are small businesses. Yes. Yeah. And the environment makes people a lot even more timid. Yeah. To even come out and say, I'm having a problem. And yeah. like, you know how in church to say, close your eyes and raise your hand. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't even want to do that because I think somebody's speaking. <laughs> right. But I'm like, there's no judgment pass. Yeah. Because there's as much as people believe that there's like a special sauce yeah. to running a business, your sauce is different from someone else's. Mm-hmm. Your tomato sauce is gonna have a little more basil or oregano than the next person. Right. So you can you can talk to someone, but when you have that one on one with someone to help you manage your finances, mm-hmm. and the other aspect is I don't tell you what to do. I will coach you through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another piece. I don't consult. Mm-hmm. If you want consulting, that's one thing. But I primarily coach okay. my clients through their finances. To get them where they would like and to be. Talk about the difference, because some people like they both sees, they sound the same. What's the difference? <laughs> Hands down, consulting is us telling you what to do, where to put it, and how to do it. So you say you want to pay down on your payroll tax. Okay, fine. Well, I'm looking at your numbers. You can afford, right? But let's say off the moon, five hundred dollars. I said, okay, whatever you say, Nia. And some people call me Nia. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I know. Trust, I did too. I was like, Nia. They were like, no, her name is not Nia. <laughs> no, but I answered you. It, and okay. then otherwise, I'm like, okay. How comfortable are you with putting a number down? What number feels comfortable to you mm-hmm. based on what you can see right now? Right. Uh-huh. I said, don't think about anybody else. Think about yourself. What are you comfortable with doing? Not what they want you to put down. Right. What are you comfortable with? And then they literally like, oh, mm. I'm prepared to do X. Right. Right. And they actually feel a lot more at ease with it. And they're more committed to the goal mm-hmm. when they have chosen the number as opposed to someone, someone else chosen for you. them. Okay. And that's another aspect to the service where if you don't necessarily want us to touch your numbers, that's fine. But I'll coach you through using your numbers and okay. to adjust your numbers. Yeah. And then I use different tools. Um, another friend from high school, she actually created her own budgeting template okay. book that can be, that's actually Bermuda related. Okay. So the Frugal Onion, shout out to Sylvia. Okay. And I've actually 
endorsed her book mm-hmm. with some of my coaching clients that are strictly on coaching basis to help them manage their finances. Okay. Well, that's great. You might need to have her on here because yes. I think <laughs> all, every, all the tools help, right? Yes. And I think part of the process is helping people feel confident and comfortable actually diving in because some people like you know how you stick your head in the sand the ostriches they like yeah if i don't see it it doesn't exist it doesn't exist everything's fine until like you said it's too late and now Mm -hmm. you're like oh crap now i have to pull this thing back from the dead yes um so i want to talk a little bit about your experience now as an entrepreneur how long has nia concierge been in existence girl COVID hit around 2020 yeah so nia just past two years okay just past two years in july we're in our third year and this is my first year full time in the business since Mm -hmm. january of this year and wow it's not for the faint of heart it's not for somebody who let me hold your hand while you cry Mm -hmm. no i cry i laugh sometimes i scream (laughs) but i'm grounded enough and have a wonderful support system mm-hmm. of, I call them sisterpreneurs. Mm-hmm. And then my extended entrepreneur family, thanks to being now being the BC incubator, mm-hmm. and we all help each other through those moments. So there's never a time where I'm not picking up the phone, I'm like, yo, yo, I'm about to jump off this cliff. <laughs> and I'm like, come back, come don't back. Don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> about to go get a full-time job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that first um, January to March, that quarter, Second quarter two, technically, in Bermuda government financial um, calendar. Yeah. That's the toughest quarter, because after Christmas, nobody wants to spend any money. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to go get a full-time job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Nope, mm -hmm. come back, Nia, come back, come back. I think that's important, what you mentioned, about having a support system. Yes. Because a lot of times, the theme around entrepreneurship or being an entrepreneur is that it's a lonely road, right? Because nobody is prepared to put in the hours and put in the time as you are when it comes to building your business. And oftentimes, you can feel isolated away from people who maybe do have a nine to five or they're like, I don't know why that girl works so hard. She might as well just go get a regular job, right? Exactly. (laughs) And it is lonely. Um. I remember recently, I was like, oh, I'm so alone. Yeah. There's nobody else doing finance but me. Yeah. Ooh, but I'm like, you know what? That's why I call myself a bad A double, you know, A double Z. Because, and actually, somebody gave me that title because mm-hmm. I literally just pulled up my socks, tied my sneakers, and kept, kept on going. Yeah, kept yeah. on going. Yeah. Because if I don't do it, who's going to do who's it? Who's going to do it? That's what I ask everybody every time. Like, if you're not minding your business, who's doing it? Right? Yeah. Nobody can nobody do it can, but you. Yeah, nobody's got that spice yeah. like Nia does. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, you're bringing up a lot of different points because some people are like, well, I don't want to do it because somebody else is doing it. And Please. But like you said, you have your own spice. You have your own way that you're delivering on this service, and it's working for you. Yes. So I do want to talk a little bit about the Enterprise Bermuda. Yeah. Um, you are uh, in the program. And I just want to, how, why did you apply? Because it sounds like you, you know, you were in there going. So what made you apply to the program? <laughs> From the outside looking in, yeah, she's got it going on. She's doing it all. <laughs> Let me tell you all. I applied to the program because I knew when I started Nia, I didn't want her to be a small out of my mom's dining room business. Right. I wanted her to be on Front Street with our own floor, mm-hmm. looking out onto the harbor. That's that's the dream of Nia having her own glass store. Mm-hmm. 
And in order to get there, I knew I needed help from BDC to get there. I have spoken with, um, right off the top of my head, Mr. Lambert. He's yes. been a phenomenal oh, asset yay. in helping me, especially mm-hmm. with the incorporation matter. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Nia will be a LLC soon. The name is reserved. Thank oh, you. And uh, so look out for that. That will be a big. Oh. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, BDC just. The fact that you have somebody who, when you said you needed help, yeah, they said, yeah, we'll help. And on my interview, I was like, well, this is what I want to do. So can you accept the challenge? And I think it was you who was like, challenge accepted. <laughs> right. And I was like, yay, let's go. Like, when did we stop? <laughs> and honestly, ever since then, like, I've been talking to different people on the side, mm-hmm. and they've all been helping. And the program itself is beautiful in the fact that there are a lot of different um dynamics of entrepreneurs in our group mm-hmm. our cohort is the biggest cohort yeah i think it's like 32 yes exactly <laughs> and usually it's eight but the fact that you have those like myself that are like oh, look, like little seasons yeah you know our, our babies are crawling and then some people's babies are still incubating yeah. and then some babies are not even born yet mm-hmm. they're just a, a idea mm-hmm. and we all come together and we talk we chat we help each other and i've I'm talking to people I see them on the street, but I'm now, we're like friends. We're like family now. And we literally make it a thing where we have our sessions on Tuesdays. After class, we're going out to dinner. And what are we doing? Talking about our babies. Love it. I love (laughs) it. I mean, that's exactly what it's supposed to be, right? Like going back to that whole narrative about entrepreneurship being lonely. I mean, especially in Bermuda, it's small enough to where we should be supporting each other. You know what I mean? I love the way you describe Nia and that it's a collective. You know what I mean? Because that's what you need. Who says you have to do the thing by yourself? Mm Mm-mm. Especially when they're like-minded people and, and speaking about the other CEOs in, in your group or in your cohort, not, people are doing different things, yes. right? I, <laughs> yes. Um, we have, I'm the only finance person, yeah. but we have um, Dave Rosier. She's been doing, Fee's been doing massages for years mm-hmm. and now she's moved into her own brand of products. Mm-hmm. And then we have a story from Lacquered in St. George's, and Astoria's been doing the wax and the money and the patties, but on a holistic side, you would think, oh my God, they're kind of like competitors. Yeah. No, they're really not. They do two different things, mm-hmm. and they cater to a whole different niche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, it's nice to see how you can build each other up, right? Because I think in Bermuda, a lot of times, people hold their their businesses or their ideas close to their chest because it's so small. They're like, Mm -hmm. somebody going to take my stuff and they're going to do. But if you are open, Mm -hmm. then that person might be the person that actually helps you to expand your offering and all that kind of stuff. So can you talk a little bit more about how you guys engage with each other outside of the classroom and all of that? Outside of the classroom? Yeah. Lord, I love looking. I love when we have to come to class because after class, you literally get to just debrief. Like, mm-hmm. you get to just let it all out and however it comes out, that's how it comes out. And in saying that, I'm like, oh, man, I need to hire somebody, but I don't really want to hire. So my mate Corey says, well, why don't you go to... For me to college mm-hmm. and seek out one of those students, I say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna get me an intern. That's right. And I'm gonna do it the American way. I'm gonna do it that way, where you know we're not working for free. You're working towards your stipend. That's your stipend right. is performance based. Mm-hmm. But 
it also gives that student the experience that they need to go into That's the industry. Right. That's right. But just like when you graduate, I'm ready to jump in, but I ain't got no experience. Right, right. Well, that's one of the things Nia is committed to doing is giving the community the opportunity to gain that experience. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to give a ton of interns experience, but right now one is good. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to when I have that continued discussion with Bermuda College yeah. to get that intern in. And I think that is the opportunity sometimes we miss right because you're so busy like okay i'm plugging through and i'm working in my business making sure everything is working but there's opportunity to get the support that you need without Mm -hmm. technically having to pay for it you just because you you don't have to always and it's a win-win right because you're both getting something yes and it's also called ask for help so that's one thing we do as a collective outside of the actual incubator program Mm -hmm. classes we help each other out so we have one person like well how am i gonna finance my business and i'm like well sis First of all, you don't have to do everything. Right. If you just want to get, so someone wants to do a, a mobile optometrist. And I'm like, you can just get your your equipment and your vehicle and maybe contract out the lenses and mm-hmm. the glasses to somebody else. So you can still do what you need to do while building up your finances to get to, to that get next to step. The next, yeah. And they're like, I didn't think of it like that. And I'm like, yeah. 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 And I, I really, really, I mean, like, to me, you're like a poster child. I'm like, this is, it's working, you know? It works. <laughs> it works. It does work. Um, full transparency, though. If you can save as you're transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship, yeah. then do so. Because I did that. And I'm like, good Lord, it helped. Yeah. It helped, especially for that slow January to March quarter when yeah. I was about to go and apply for a full-time job. Um, it worked. Mm-hmm. And it's also being transparent with your team. Because mm-hmm. I have a team of three at Corinth. And I'm like, well, guys, we're kind of waiting for a little payment here. Yeah. But I'll give you something. Yeah. You definitely always get something. Yes. And when it comes in, you get, get the, the rest. rest. Yeah, yeah. And it's being fully transparent. And I think that's another thing that people are afraid of doing mm-hmm. is saying that I don't have it. Mm-hmm. What's the shame in saying to somebody and being honest than to just be, oh, it's coming. It's coming. Bro, I've got rent to pay. Right. But it's coming. Right. Right. It's. I think that's important. And I think one of the things that I've seen is that some entrepreneurs they want to appear that everything is is perfect. is perfect. I'm straight. Like I don't you know, I don't need help. I got this. Meanwhile, they in the back crying like I don't know how to make payroll. Um and I think what you're saying is 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 true, but it takes people years sometimes to get yes. to the level where they feel comfortable enough to tell their employees that I don't have it all together. Like, I need your support. I need you to help me help. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a big deal. Like It's huge. And um, it's also being honest with yourself. Yeah. And it's also saying, I need help. Mm. And it's also saying yes to accepting the help. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I learned as becoming a coach is being honest, being true, and saying yes and saying, I need help. Yeah. And support is sexy. Yeah. Support is sexy. Uh, yes, support <laughs> is sexy. I love it. It's nothing wrong with having a little support. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and that's what we're here. I mean, through the Enterprise Bermuda program, like you said, it's grown from eight to now 32. This is the first time. And so we're like, wait a minute now. How yes. are we going to do this? But um, our hope is that 
as people go through this program, like you're coming out on the other end, better for it, having made these connections. And so all of you as entrepreneurs that go through this program and are successful graduates of the program, now the ecosystem is building and growing, right? So bigger, better. And you know what ends up happening though? You may actually come into the program like, oh, I want, I need somebody to help me fund my baby. Yeah. And you might just be in the program and get the funding that you need right. from the people right there next to you yeah. every day or yeah. every week for the next 12 months. Yeah. 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 And, and that to me is, is like I said, I feel like you're the poster child because everything that you're saying is exactly what we envisioned happening. When we created the program, it's like awesome. we need to create opportunities for other entrepreneurs, like-minded people to network with each other, yes, support each other, and be each other's next client or customer. And that's just it. That is just it. You're each other's next client, mm-hmm. investor. You're there helping them to create their brainchild, their baby. Mm-hmm. You're helping them deliver something into the community to not just better them, but better yourself and the community as a whole. Yeah. And you never know where the opportunity can go. That's very true. Who says if I partner with one of our up-and-coming entrepreneurs that that business doesn't take off? And he's like, yeah, you're ready? I'm like, yeah, where you want to go next? <laughs> What's next? That's right. That's and right. That's how it should be. We networking is key. Collaboration mm-hmm. is key. The um, the atmosphere has changed. Mm-hmm. There's no more of keeping it to yourself and trying to figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. We're all in the same boat with a different paddle, and it's nothing wrong with passing your paddle to somebody else or sharing it or splitting it in half mm-hmm. in order to make it more effective in the process. So I'm gonna. You can have this. We're going to have some Nia-isms. We're going to create a book. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be like, these are Nia-isms because you are saying something today, right? Because I feel like all of the things that you're saying are part of creating this kind of uh, flourishing kind of ecosystem in Bermuda. Because it's it's small enough for us to be helping each other be successful. You know what I mean? There's enough money in this country for everybody to eat. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why another brother or sister has to be starving and struggling to make it. Yeah. When we all have knowledge and bits and pieces that we can add to them to get them to the next level. Yeah. Look, we're going to have to watch this back and be like, okay, I'm going to write this down. And you know what's funny? I actually made a conscious decision to intentionally be transparent and as open as I possibly can Mm -hmm. with any interview that I've been on. And this would be my second one this week. But I'm like, yeah, let's just let's just be honest. Yeah. Let's just be open. Let's be real about what's really happening. Mm-hmm. Because you see the gorms and the masses. They, they started somewhere else. The Gibbons says, eh, it's family. Yeah, it's family money. But who started that money That's train? Right. That's right. That's right. It's sometimes it takes you in 2022 to start the generational success and wealth train. That's right. That's right. And if, if that's what your ultimate goal is to build legacy for yes. your family, then what does that look like? Are you thinking about it from that standpoint? What are the things that you have to put in place to ensure that the legacy lives on well beyond you, right? Exactly. I mean, it's important. These are questions we have to ask. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming here, minding your business with us. And we ended by saying, if you don't mind your business, who will? Who will? will? Nobody else but you. That's right. Thank you, Jamila. You're welcome.
Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda Business starts here.